Welcome back, everyone, to episode 8 of the Valkyrie Cast, a podcast about movies, television, and video games. I'm your host, Matt. Today with me are your co-hosts. Coming back from the very first episode, we have the man who practices drifting on his computer playing truck simulator. We have Clay. <laughs> What's up, guys? And next, our other host for today... This man took a dare and drove a, a drone into fireworks just to see what would happen. We have Tommy. Hey, what's up? Have you actually seen that video where they actually drew, like, did a f- drone into the fireworks? It's I've actually seen really, really cool if you've not seen it. drone firework videos. I think anyone, I mean, I, yeah. It looks cool. I, I want to do it, but I don't want to send a really expensive drone up into That's the air. That's my just, thought, is who has the s- money just to be like, mm, it might blow up. It, you know, it might get hit. <laughs> it looks cool if it works, but like my luck, one of those mortars would go up and just put a hole through my drone, and then I'd never be able to recover the footage. I mean, by all means, I actually had fully anticipated to do that this 4th of July. I just <laughs> I forgot to charge the battery. Yes, you didn't, Tommy. Ah. <laughs> Well, this is our episode 8, and man, it's kind of crazy, we're already on episode 8. Uh, for this episode, we're going to do things a little different order. We're actually going to start off with our favorite segment of What You Binge Watching. This is the segment where we talk about the things that we've been spending our free time on, whether it's a show, a book, or a video game. And um, so I'll go first. I actually um, just finished the Castlevania anime series that Netflix did. It is surprisingly only four episodes which I was a little disappointed in, and but it was really good. I enjoyed it. It's been getting like mixed reactions from people, but because it was only four episodes and they're still only like 20, 30 minutes long, like you can literally binge it in like an afternoon, like and just finish it. It's like a it's actually closer to a movie. And I think originally it was supposed to be a movie, and maybe that's why that they ended up doing this series just to test the waters and I definitely think there will be a season two, and it was good enough that I, I'm looking forward to them doing a second season. So that's been real fun. I've been really enjoying it. That's what about of, you guys? That's. I find that uh, why is it only four episodes? Like I don't. I, I don't know. even think that's like binging. That's like a bored afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a little disappointing because the last like thing it it just drops off. Like it 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 felt like a you know, four episodes of setup for another series, which will well, be guys, cool they pulled our they fundage. Second season. Well, yeah. <laughs> Just put your pencils down and we're calling it here. All right, everyone go home. <laughs> uh, Good job. I, I've been binging uh, BoJack Horseman. Great ah. series. Which uh, took me several times to get into, which I love Will Arnett and Aaron Paul and... Um, uh oh man why am i blanking on this guy's name he i mean he only does guest appearances but uh for this show um anyways uh i've never seen it i'll think of his name way later and it's gonna come to me and i'm gonna feel really dumb but anyways probably after we're done recording oh absolutely but it's been an interesting show to get into um you know it's not the greatest or funniest show in the world um but you know, if if you're just like bored and want to lay on the couch, it's certainly worth turning on if you're an adult can handle mm-hmm. that thing. Agreed. That's one of those ones that I've just never started, but I've heard real positive things about it, and I don't know. I just haven't taken the time to check it out. Do you, do you recommend it, Tommy? Is that what I'm hearing? Sure, sure. I think if you like Family Guy or like F is for Family or Rick and Morty or any adult themed 
just really despicable <laughs> cartoon. These, these not friendly cartoons. Not at all. Um, most, most of them I like. I, yeah, I enjoy me I some mean, Rick and Morty and Archer. So I was gonna say it's kind of really in the same vein as Archer to me. Okay, then so I like the first few episodes are really hard to swallow. Like they just, it almost feels like they're trying too hard to push the edgy envelope, and then you can kind of like settle in with the characters. Now, is every character in that show like a weird horseman person, or is it just him no. and everyone else is like normal? Well, there there are half pe- like. One of the other characters is Peanut Butter, who's a dog. Bam. Uh, oh, Pat yeah. Oswald. That is the gentleman. Hey. Pat Oswald does several um, guest appearances as a voice. So that's... Very cool. I didn't have to wait li- till later to remember that. Cool. Well, I'll have to check that out. What about you, Clay? Um, I mean, I just finished the newest season of BoJack Horseman, and... Um, yeah. I'll be honest, it's, I don't know, maybe it's a guilty pleasure. Um, I loved that 70s show, and so whenever The Ranch Season 2 dropped, I was in the process of moving, so I wasn't able to watch it. But three. Three. Season three? I don't I don't know. Either way, it's the, they call them parts, but anyways, it's the, uh, it's the newest one of that, and it's kind of funny because Ashton Kutcher is, you know, obviously from that 70s show. I mm. wouldn't say that's where he got his... Um, uh, yeah, yeah, that's where he got his rise, and then he went. No, that's all absolutely where he got his rise. Absolutely, yeah. The famous story is that he moved to L.A. after being like an underwear model, and within a couple days, he got cast in that '70s show. Sounds about right. Yeah, and so um, he's one of the lead um, lead actors, and oh man, what's the other guy? Uh, curly head dude. Um, he plays not Fez. Um, not Fez. Um, Steven. Fez. Yeah, I forget his name, man. Hide, hide, hide. Yeah, hide. but um, I don't, I don't remember what his name is. I could probably remember it, but um, so them two are like the main characters. Um, and then right. it's funny because they'll pull in the mom from that '70s show and then Fez from that '70s show, and it's it's just kind of it's kind of funny because they bring these characters back. But it's hilarious to watch the first episode because Ashton Kutcher has a fake Southern accent and it totally shows oh through. My gosh. But That's it's just funny. a it's just a really funny, somewhat dramatic, um, just plain out stupid jokes. I mean, you know, the stuff that you're just like seriously, but it's funny because it's stupid. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, that, that's the most recent thing that I've been binge watching. Uh, I say Ben Ben, I just finished it, but it's uh, it, it was good. It's a great series overall. Ben is so a past they... tense term, so you're good. Yeah. So wait, yeah, did right. they just do a new season? Is that why y'all are watching it, or did y'all just both happen to be watching at the same time? Uh, Bojack or Bojack, yeah. Bojack. Uh, they it was a little bit ago. It was a couple of months ago, wasn't it? No, they just dropped a new season just the other day. Um, I I think, or they're about to drop another season. But uh, I got into it, ag- or I gave it another shot because I went to Clay's house and he was watching it. And I went, you know what? Uh, I'm all out of dumb shows, and I didn't really feel like turning on Thirteen Reasons Why at like two o'clock in the morning the other day. Yeah, not a good call. It's just a little (laughs) too depressing that late at night, so I went, oh, let's watch BoJack Horseman, and I'm just kind of, you know, kept going with it. Absolutely. My girlfriend finished 13 Reasons Why, and I literally spent about an hour just sending pictures of cute puppies to her because it was, like, late at night, and she was just like, I shouldn't have watched this. Now I'm just like... Oh, man, that final episode. I mean... Oh. Yeah, I, I will... 
I won't watch that last episode at night. That ain't. Yeah, that's and that that was it. She finished the very last episode, and she was just like, just whoa. And I was so like, she got. We were bombarding each other with cute puppy pictures on our phones for <laughs> like call. an hour, and it it worked out real well. And so now on my phone, I have just tons and tons of cute <laughs> dog pictures. You know, so Me too. Isn't it crazy how a show can do that to you? Like, it's just a show, but you get attached to the characters and the story, and Mm. then all of a sudden, like, it ends, or an episode comes up, and all of a sudden, it's like your life has changed a little bit inside, and it really affects you. That's good. Like, that's a good thing, though, I think. I think that means that they've effectively done their job, and I think that's the reason that I got into it, is because I wanted to, I personally want to one day make something where someone afterwards goes, oh... Mm-hmm. I, I to Yeah, I love hearing when people like I watched their video and I cried afterwards. Like that sounds really sadistic, but when you know that you've made someone feel something, whether it's joy oh, or yeah. sorrow. Yeah, man, I was like, and this goes with binge watching because you know we did our anime episode a couple weeks ago, and uh, my one of my favorite animes was Gundam Double O. Well, I started rewatching that, and it's pretty easy to get through the two seasons, and so I was rewatching it. And there, I completely forgot that, like, in the first season, there's, like, four or five characters who ju- are gone. They're dead by the end of the season, and it's really sad. But there was one character who was one of my favorite characters that I just completely forgot about that died. And when it got to that part, I was just so bummed out because he was such a cool character, and he was one of the main, like, core characters like those ones that you're like well these other side characters will die but these characters will be okay nope nope he died and like i got on to play i think we i think we played battlefield one that night and i got on i was just like i'm so sad because this character just died andrew was like oh yeah you'll be okay (laughs) so like that can even happen in like cartoons and anime and stuff like that so agreed well that was our segment what you binge watching um now we're gonna dive into our topic of the day uh, we were talking about this topic uh, a while back. In fact, I think this is one of the topic ideas that we came up with well before we even started the podcast. It was something that me and Tommy and Drew were talking about. And uh, so the topic for today is our favorite box office flops. These are the movies by like the normal movie standard are considered flops, which usually means they just didn't make them enough money to be successful. Uh, usually an easy way to tell if it's a flop is if it had like a million dollar budget or whatnot and it didn't make even break even that's usually classified as a flop but a lot of these movies when you watch them you actually really really like them and so sometimes they can actually get you know good reviews or even a lot of times they are bad movies but sometimes you just really really like those movies so we've all picked three of our favorite movies that are considered box office flops some of these are bad some of these don't deserve the con- to be considered a flop but you know we still love them anyway so i'm going to go first with my th- top three favorite box office flops so the first one is uh, a movie called john carter of mars and <laughs> i can go ahead and admit it's not good it really isn't but it's just it's it's based off an old children's book that a lot of people loved. Like I think Drew read. I never read it. I just saw the movie and really liked it. But it's about a character who gets, you know, basically gets trapped on Mars and there's just like, 
you know, all kinds of aliens and stuff on it. And but because it's Mars and it's a smaller planet, he's a lot stronger and he can jump really high because the gravity is different. And so it's like it's it's a really simple premise, but it's just really really fun. It's got the um, the actor from uh, the first thing I ever saw him in was Friday Night Lights, and I can't remember his name. I'll have to look it up here in a second. But um, he also played Gambit in one of the X Men movies. And he played an okay gambit, but that movie was kind of bad. Um, but, like, I I really liked John Carter of Mars. But I can be the first to admit that it's not super good. And I understand why it didn't do well in the box offices. But I'm not the only one. I know some other people that really love this. Um, did either of y'all see John Carter? I tried. I, I, I didn't even know it was a movie, to be 100% honest with you. Hey, that's okay, Clay. So, Tommy, I, you said you tried. Did wait? Did you actually try to watch it? Or did I did. You? I tried watching okay. it a couple times. I had one friend who loves that movie, just mm-hmm. outright loves it, and so I went, okay, I'm gonna give this a go because if he likes this movie, surely I can at least make it through the film. And um, I've tried on a three occasions, and I can't give it more than ten minutes of my attention. I'm sorry, Matt. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's okay. It's okay. I understand. Is it was it one of these movies with him that you were like, I trust this person's uh, views on movies, this and then now I don't. Good, and now you're just like, <laughs> mm, I don't know if I can trust you. I feel like everybody has a movie like that though. Like I had a friend oh, yeah. who had great taste in movies, and he liked his favorite of all the Spider Man movies was Spider Man Three, and what? I just looked at him like, I don't even know you. <laughs> yeah, so like anything. everybody, everybody has like. Wait, wait, that- Clay, is your favorite Spider Man <laughs> Spider Man Three? I kind of I kind of liked it. No, I I liked the newest can Spider-Man. You, can probably. You mute him? Oh, I can mute him. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I uh, I liked three, but no, I liked the Amazing Spider-Mans a lot. Um, those are probably my favorites. Anyways, not, not <laughs> <laughs> the the actor's name who played John Carter is Taylor Kitsch, K I T S C H Kitsch Kitsch. I can never say that last name right. Anyway, he plays it. Willem Dafoe's in it, apparently. I don't remember him being in it, but he's listed on the cast. Huh. Yeah, I didn't. Um, That's odd. Maybe you just didn't make it far enough to for it to, to really get to the good stuff, you know? Did you at least make it far enough for him to get to Mars? Yeah, yeah, he got to Mars. Um, okay. And then you saw the, the aliens, and then it suddenly felt very Star Wars Episode Two. Because there's a part where it feels very Star Wars episode. So two, I pretend I Star Wars epi- two, episode two doesn't exist. So, <laughs> oh. um, but yeah, let's go with that because that's how I like to think of this film. There you go. Okay. <laughs> so okay. Well, there you go. That's my first one. You know, it's worth to see if you want to give it a shot. But I will not think any of anyone poorly for if you know they watch it and it, you know. It's okay, Matt. We're all judging you. So I feel so judged. <laughs> I need Drew here. Drew likes that movie too. So. <laughs> All right, so my second one, oh man, my second one's a movie that's not good either. Like I, I'm man enough to admit that these movies that I like are bad. All right, my second one is Speed Racer from 2008. <laughs> it had a 120 million dollar budget and it only made 93 of that back. The only good oh. thing about that movie was John Goodman. And even yes. then, I say just because John Goodman's existence is a blessing upon us and mankind, I that once again, 
I couldn't watch that one. This hurts me too because I'm looking at the numbers and like I see 93.9 million out of you know 120 million. I'm like that's not too far off. And then over in parentheses, it's got the domestic score, and the domestic score it only got 43 million. Oh gosh, (laughs) that's bad. (laughs) Oh gosh. Okay, so Speed Racer. It's based off the old you know anime of the same name. Um, It's ridiculous. It is super colorful and completely over the top. It's a racing uh, movie, if you don't know what Speed Racer is. Um, I'm trying to think of, like... I can't explain to you why I like it. It's just one of those movies that I liked the show, the old cartoon, when I was a kid. Um, And so watching it, maybe it just hits that nostalgia in me. I don't know. But, like, it's one of those movies that, like, the first time I watched it, I just kind of watched through it casually and was like, this is fun. I'm enjoying this. And I've, I've watched it you know, a couple times since and kind of got the same reaction of being like, this is good. This is fun. I like it. There's some cool parts like the racing. If if you've ever played Rocket League and I know we all have like the the movie is basically like Rocket League for the races. So you've got to admit that the races are like colorful and trippy and kind of fun to watch a little bit. I agree. A little bit. I I agree. I I do. Yes. Thank you, Clay. <laughs> oh, so bad. I shouldn't have gone first, man. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad. I feel super judgmental. Um, no, it's okay. That's the whole p- purpose of this. I, well, I know that you'll do... Yeah. So. yeah that's I mean, that doesn't well, mean anything. Filmmakers made these movies. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, but you watch things in a in a different way than the average person who watches a movie. Not not to say it's a bad thing by any means. Um, I think it's actually really cool because like you catch the things that were really really good and some of the things that weren't so good that even like I, I don't see I don't pay attention to mm-hmm. I think it's a compliment I don't mean I'll that in a bad way I'll, no 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 I'll take that as a compliment <laughs> no the, pr- the problem with what you just said and now Tommy is way better than me is I have the same thing I do I notice the same kind of things and I've had the same classes to learn how to look for these things and i'm really bad about it too Arr, but your oh, eye is not refined i don't know what yeah. that accent was sorry guys i don't know what it was <laughs> i've had it's way too much sugar today but it's the same reason i love oh, to sit gosh. down and watch transformers and then tommy's like dude really yeah <laughs> well see i'm like that with some movies well, and, but, and like transformers i get there's explosions oh yeah that's true and robots i mean the storylines are Mm -hmm. but robots yeah yeah i get it well that's for this i can just be like but colorful crazy car racing fighting it's not even just racing they like you know battle each other in weird crazy ways no i did watch it the last time and i remember getting through it and being like that was a messy story i'm not even sure that was a story but you know what I still enjoyed it, but no, I, I have the same problem that you were just saying with, with Tommy, because we'll come out of a movie and my girlfriend was like, what'd you think? I was like, yeah, I like this, this, and this. And then we'll get talking about it. I was like, but I didn't like this. And then this was weird. And this was weird. She was like, you, you just said you liked that movie. I was like, no, I did like it. It was fun. But like, there's all these problems that I didn't like. It's almost like you talk yourself out of it. Yes, and Spider-Man is actually a good example. Like she, you know, list. I've had people list who listen to the one Spider-Man one we talked about, and they're like, "Y'all all except Tommy gave it a dope and said it was awesome, and y'all spent like thirty minutes talking about all the negative stuff." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, still was a good movie, but it just had some problems that I didn't care for." But anyway, I'll move on to my third one, which I'm 
glad to say that I know I'll get positive feedback because I know y'all both like it too. And that is a newer one, which is the Power Rangers movie that came out this past year. Um, the budget was $100 million and it only got uh, $85 million back. So it kind of got close to breaking even, but even then it's still considered a flop, which is a bummer. Um, I do think since it's come out on DVD that it's been making like it's been doing really good in sales since it's come out on blu-ray and dvd so there's hope that maybe they'll do another one in the future i think they will because but you never know but i actually tommy you and clay are the one who told me that this was actually really good because i was like i'm not gonna watch power rangers movie it just doesn't look that good and after watching it i really really enjoyed it it was a really fun movie i think the the people who played the actors and actresses who played the actual kids were the best part of the movie. They were great. They did really, really good. They were all really well, like unknown actors and actresses, but they did really, really good in their role. And the story was pretty good. The villain was kind of mad. I didn't think that the, what's her name? Uh, starts with an R. What's help me. Rita. Rita. I was going to say Reva, but I knew that was wrong. Rita. Uh, she was okay. You know, I think she was a little overacting sometimes, but overall it was, I came out of it really, really surprised at how much I enjoyed that. And so I was a little bummed, not really surprised, but a little bummed when I looked it up and saw that it didn't really do super well in the box offices. But I, th- I do think the, the thinking back at it, the last big fight kind of was a little lackluster. It was a little, Transformery, big giant things fighting each other. But That's that was Power kind of... Rangers. Like... True. <laughs> but I also love Pacific Rim, which is big That's... giant things fighting each other, and that was done yeah. really well. I'm not saying it was You're bad, right. but thinking back on it, that's the part of the movie that I go. It kind of fell apart towards. I feel like they could have shaved off an extra 10 minutes and kind of made the fighting, the big fighting bat mech a little shorter, and it would have been okay. Yeah. But then people would have been complaining that we didn't get the Megazord as yeah. long. So there's pros and cons of everything. But. There you go. There's my top three movies that are considered box office flops, and two of the three, I can admit, aren't good movies, but for some reason, I can't explain, I really enjoy them. So there we go. There you go. Awesome. Well, I can tell you, first off, whenever you guys told me that this was going to be the the topic, I was like, I, I think I even told Tommy, I was like, oh, Resident Evil, for sure. And I'll be honest, I went and looked Resident Evil up, and every single one of the Resident Evil movies, like, killed it. Um, like, really? Yeah, no joke. Um, I want to say that doesn't surprise me, and the only reason that doesn't surprise me is because they kept making them. If right. they'd only made one, I would have believed it a little better, but that that makes sense that they obviously make money because they made, like, what, eight of them. Yeah, there was, there was quite a few, and it's funny because you watch them go... Like, if you watch, like, the whole series, like, in terms of money and how much was made, it's funny because they peaked about halfway through in domestic at 60000 or 60000 $60 million. Uh, but the worldwide at that point is, like, 300000 So um, they all these budgets were below $60,000, um, or $60 mm. million. Jeez, I'm sorry. I'm looking at numbers here. Weird. Um, but anyways, th- so I'm not going to really talk about that. I just thought that was a flop. And then whenever it pretty it did pretty well, its last movie, the final chapter, got $300 million, and they only spent $40 million, which is mm-hmm. like the second highest budget that they had um, out of all of them. But anyway, so moving on to my actual one. Um, I don't know if you guys ever saw this whenever you were kids. Um, did you guys ever see Cruel? K-R-U-L-L. Cruel. Cruel. 
think, I think it's so. like an eighties movie. Um, I saw that whenever I was a kid growing up, and I loved it. It was hilarious. It had this little, uh, um, I, I don't know. There was something about it that just spoke to me as a kid because it was like another planet, and it's the whole the guy goes and saves his princess type sort of movie. Um, it was 1983, so I was not alive whenever this hit theaters. Um, and none of us were. Yeah, yeah, none of us were. You're right. Um, <laughs> but I remember watching it. My sister actually got her name because my parents loved it and named her after, I think, the lead actress. Um, and so we watched it, and I enjoyed it. So I, I don't have a whole lot to... Yeah, K-R-U-L-L. It's okay. If you want to go laugh now, you can go watch it. You guys will judge me hard. But whenever you're like I'm eight, trying to figure out if I've seen it before because it sounds familiar. It's um, it, it ha- it's you know it's kind of like an alien kind of planet type movie. It's 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 interesting. I I really enjoyed it um, as a kid. Looks, I, I haven't seen it since scary. I was like twelve. Yeah, he watches as a kid. The cover yeah. looks terrifying. Yeah. I. Oh. <laughs> I liked it. But anyways, that wasn't the big one I wanted. I've got like two others here that, that I really did like. Um, I really liked Stealth. Oh, is that oh, the one about the, um, the the fighter jets and the one yeah. that's got an AI and it becomes yep. self-aware? And, yep, and it goes rogue, basically. And, and it's got movie. that one girl that every dude my age had a crush on. She played in Seventh Heaven. I Beal. Yeah. 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 Okay, can, can you guys believe that it was a $96 million loss? Yes, wow. because I remember going opening day and being like three other people in that theater. Yeah, that, that happens. <laughs> that, that's actually funny because that's how my whole like Resident Evil... like I went to an IMAX 3D midnight release, and I was one of like six people who went to this thing. That's why I was like, surely this is a flop, and it wasn't. But Stealth Stealth was one of those movies that grabbed your attention in a different way because we've had, you know, we had artificial intelligence movies at that point. Um, We've had a lot of them. But Mm. it was just kind of, it kind of kept you on your toes. And it was really cool to see these new planes that, uh, you know, weren't realistic pretty much by any means, but they were really, they were really awesome. And then there were lots of awesome fight scenes and lots of drama and lots of action. And it was just, to me, it was an all-around good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, again, probably I can't say it's in in my top list of any kind, but I enjoyed it. I really, I really did. But well, it is on your top list. It's on your top list of flops. Some kind of top list. That's, that's top true. List. That's very true. Um, the only scene I remember from that movie, like I just popped in my head with us talking about it, is like I guess it's bef- they're trying to reason with the AI and it gets like damaged or something and I remember the main guy like flies in front of it and drops a bomb in the water and it like explodes and the AI plane flies through it and it like puts out the flames that it had or something. I don't know why I remember that specific scene and I don't remember the context but like I that's all I remember about that movie and the, the that and the jets were really cool and just it's like it was like Top Gear meets meets 2001 a Space Odyssey. Yeah. That's that's a yeah. great way of putting it. I um I think my most vivid scene is the um I think they end up landing or crash landing on the kind of neutral zone in between, or maybe they land in North Korea and they have to make their way down to South Korea. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I might be completely. Uh, I do wrong. remember that. I think the the girl character crashes and of course the main guy has to go save her and so yeah. he risks his life and goes to no man's land or whatnot. And I do remember that. Yeah. 
I need to go back and watch it because I kind of forgot the whole rundown of how the thing went, but I, I, I just know I really enjoyed it. Um, my, my final one, and I don't think I've ever met anybody else who's really even watched this movie for what it is or even watched it much, but um, Chronicles of Riddick. Um, Dude, I saw that in theaters opening weekend. And did, did you like it whenever you initially saw it? Oh, yeah, I loved it. I, I Pitch Black, Chronicles of Riddick. Um, didn't really care for the animated one that came afterwards, but yeah, yeah I loved it. Wasn't there just one called Riddick, too? I think that was the one that came afterwards. Okay. Yeah, there was a newer one that came out. I don't think it did as well. Yeah, it did. Because like, um, I remember like, they had Pitch Black, which was like its own thing, and then Chronicles of Riddick was almost like a completely different styled movie. It was. Um, it felt... I have this style in my head. Did you guys see, was it The Prince of Egypt that released in like mm-hmm. 2011 or... No, no, it was like 9 or 10. Speaking um, of box yeah. office flops. I was about to say, it would, <laughs> I, I would almost put that on my list. I kind of enjoyed that. I even surprisingly enjoyed it, that. And it probably definitely did flop. That, that's how Chronicles of Riddick was shot to me. Um, it was kind of shot in that same way. Um, I don't really know how to... Or like Apocalypto. Like it looked very similar to kind of those movies in in my head. Um, but I've been a huge fan of the Riddick series. Like, I mean, what's cooler than a dude who basically is blind and has these epic senses and does awesome stuff? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, um, he's a I, way cooler daredevil. Oh, absolutely, way cooler. And yeah, that's a good way of putting it. So, I mean. I like I, I feel like whenever I started looking these up, they're not movies that I uh I've seen recently per se, but they're movies that stood out to me and I was like, I really uh I really liked these. because um, I mean I'd go back and watch a Riddick movie any day personally. There's mm-hmm. a good amount of action, good amount of sometimes a little bit of drama. But I think it was just a well shot movie, in my opinion. I enjoyed them. No, I really I did enjoy them. Well, I, I think the I think that's a good example. It it, it was you know, maybe not the greatest movie ever, but like I've seen it and I enjoyed it. I liked it better than Pitch Black, but, but like I said, they were very different. Pitch Black was almost oh, like yeah. a, a horror movie, closer to a thriller because of like of the situation. While this felt more, uh, I, I'm hesitant to compare it to like Star Warsy, but like it, it had it, it was a bigger universe. The first one you were on a single planet and that's all you saw. This was a lot of traveling around, a lot of different people, a lot of different planets, and it felt like it expanded the world really big and i enjoyed that i also liked the scene where he kills the guy with the cup yep yes. <laughs> I, yep that was that whole that whole planet the planet with the when the sun comes up it becomes like a molten lava planet and mm-hmm. they have a prison on it that entire yeah that was really cool section of the movie is really just a really clever and really cool move part of the movie his so, weapons a, were awesome too like these mm-hmm. blades that like hook over your hands and like it was I, there was just a lot of really cool stuff that stood out to me from from that one Mm-hmm. Was that okay? So that was three, right? Yep, that I was lost the third. count. Actually, four. that was actually four. Technically four, if you count the Resident Evils, um, <laughs> which weren't actually flops. Were right? t- they weren't actually flops. That's okay. What okay well, then I don't. Never mind. They Take were. Back. That's. I was shocked. I, I was literally shocked. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to start my list kind of from newer to older, grow a little more nostalgic, uh, and the number one on my list. I'm really upset that this is considered a flop because I loved this film. 
Kubo and the Two Strings. That was a flop? That, that is considered a flop. No. Yes. I don't believe you. That was I don't a either. fantastic movie. It was gorgeous. Oh, my god! Absolutely stunning. And it's considered a flop. Um, I don't know. It just it makes me sad because I recommend that movie to everyone. And I've never heard anyone say a bad thing. Except, I mean, some of my friends that I recommend it to because I don't have kids. I never, like... Like the age appropriateness sometimes I'm like, Hey, you should take your kids to this and they're like, Oh my gosh, that scared the living crap out of my children. Like, <laughs> like, like I think scarred. Thank like, you. Kubo is one of those that like I recommended it to a few people and they're like, Oh, my like nine year old loved it. My two year old was terrified, you know, or whatever. <laughs> um, I'm just throwing out random numbers, but outside of like age appropriateness for really young children, because some of the monsters were you know, I mean, they're monsters. Mm-hmm. Um I love that movie. I just, I do. Um, Man, that's a, that makes me sad because I saw that and it's it's really good. I think it's on Netflix now. Oh, I um, own it. I went out and bought it immediately. Like, it's such a good movie. And it is, on, yeah, yes. you're right. It is currently on Netflix. So if you're listening to this podcast and you have not watched it yet, uh, don't turn on BoJack Horseman. Go watch <laughs> Kubo and the Two Strings. Seriously. And if you think it's appropriate, show your kids. Absolutely. I think now, Tommy. Do you think the reason it didn't do well is because of such an age of CGI and you know Pixar style animation? Do you think that stop motion like that isn't as appealing anymore? Um, I think stop motion has always been niche, regardless. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, we grew up with stuff like Chicken Run and Shaun the Sheep and stuff like that. Um, and it always has place and. I don't know. I'm biased. I actually got into filmmaking because of stop motion and making stop motion when I was a little kid and just really diving into that. Um, I think the real reason I think it flopped and I, I'm, I could be confusing what it was competing with, but I think Moana had hit theaters that same time or there was like another big, um, like Disney release that was a little more family friendly and it was during the school year if i also remember correctly so you know i i just i think that it just had a rough competition and if it had come out a couple weeks earlier a couple weeks after or whatever i i think what it was going against in the box office is is mm-hmm. kind of what mm, did it in mm. gotcha. and uh it's so, got good it's got good ratings too for people oh. who take ratings real seriously metacritic's got an 84 um rotten tomatoes which isn't my favorite but even but a lot of people swear by them it's got like a 97 percent. yeah that shocked me whenever i looked it up um i mean it's it's a darn good film i I could just sit here and say all day that it's it's good it's beautiful i loved everything about it um you know it's just one of those it, it makes me sad but i'm actually also i think every single one of the ones on my list i'm sad that they flopped because they all ha- have a place in my heart uh i mm. loved ender's game oh my and god that's my number two. i never saw it but i had friends who my friend david who uh does the terminus cast uh his his dog's name is ender that was the first time <laughs> i ever heard of ender of ender's game because he he named his dog Ender, and I remember uh, we were in college when that movie came out, and he was really excited about it. And I wanted to go see it. I just never took the time to see it, but I heard it was really good, and I heard it didn't do super well, though. 
No, I, I think by the time I saw it, it was it was already out of our main theater. It was in that like cheap knockoff dollar theater we had for a while. Mm-hmm. Actually, it was the last movie I ever saw in that theater, um, and I knew it was a flop by then. But uh, I don't I don't think I even had um, kind of like Power Rangers. I didn't have expectations going in. I hadn't read the book. I didn't know anything about it. Um, but I thought everyone did a great job for the cast being. You know, that teenage years, it's really easy to get a couple, like, I don't know. I think it's really easy to mess that up when your cast is a majority, um, kind of in that puberty stage, um, or just out of puberty. Uh, I think the only disappointment I had was Harrison Ford. I, I feel like he just showed up for the paycheck. It was just like, rrr. What, you mean he phoned in some acting? What? That's just no, like, shocking. <laughs> yeah. <know>. Yeah. <laughs> Unheard He's been of. all his stuff for a while. <laughs> um, he, he was accurate to his character, though. Believe it or not, like in the book, um, like cause I, I did read the book. Actually, what's funny is I had to read it for summer reading in high school, and you know, summer reading books, you're like, oh, these are gonna stink. And no joke, like that had that that is on my top list for like maybe top ten of books that I've read because it's just so well developed and well written and it it takes you into this sci-fi world that's just different enough to be different than some of the stuff that's out there now and that movie i mean they did a really good job of portraying the book a lot of that movie looked exactly how it looked to me while i was reading the book see i trust your opinion on that i actually i I went out and bought the book after you and i talked about it but i have failed to read it to this point um, so I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll I'll take your judgment that Harrison Ford was you know at least halfway. Uh, yeah, I mean I, I don't think it was by far his best performance at all, but he was, in my opinion, he was pretty close to his character in the book. <laughs> Fair enough. And then um, Tommy, to give you an idea, I'm looking. Uh, Kubo and the Two Strings came out on August 19th last year. Um. It's so it was that time, it was end of summer, so school was back in, which means, you know, not a lot of people were going to the movies. Like, the summer season's kind of over. Um, the other movies that came out the same day was Ben-Hur, which was a huge flop. Huge. And a movie, massive flop. And then War Dogs, which I don't even remember. So I think it was just... Um, I think it was just that time. Other movies that were in the theaters for weeks early was Sausage Party. I hope that's not what... <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, if Dragon, Sausage Party I'm, is what did Kubo in, we as human beings are going to burn. But no, what's sad is some. I know for a fact some of my friends saw Sausage Party, and I could bet that the ones I'm thinking of that saw that did not go see Kubo and the Two Strings, which is That's a fair. shame. The only other movie That's that sad. I can think of, Suicide Squad, came out a couple weeks before, so maybe that was still in theaters. But at that point, people, especially with the mixed versus mixed opinions on that movie i don't think that i think it was just the timing yeah I, I, for it to be right there in the middle of august which is a bummer because it is really really good you know what Sorry. maybe you're right maybe maybe there is less appreciation for that style even though mm-hmm. i find it artistically beautiful and absolutely amazing um i like it maybe maybe visual effects heavy work has really um kind of tarnished some people's viewpoints of that and the only reason I asked that earlier was because I know, I mean, we grew up with, you know, those examples you gave, but also like Nightmare Before Christmas and like 
Um, what's the other James and the one? Giant Peach? James and, and the Giant Peach. Oh my gosh, I love that movie. Those like those are iconic to us. So like, I feel like for us, we're a little more willing to give those kind of movies a try. But like, there's a couple that came out in the last few years. That I don't think did really Paranorman, well. Caroline. Yeah, nine. Yeah, those, those I don't think did. I know nine didn't do really well. It was kind of interesting. Wait, I saw that. Was nine stop motion or was that? I'm pretty sure it was stop motion. Okay, I thought so. I know Caroline or Coraline, and um, what's the one about the kid and his dog? Because um, it like started this whole theory about him being Jack from James and the Giant Peach yeah. because that dog shows up multiple times. Oh no, there's the theory that that this kid who has the dog becomes the, grows up to become the guy who gets married and has the dog that's like dead, and then that becomes jack and like it's like we're watching this guy jack's story backwards or something which is a really cool theory anyway that's completely off topic but uh yeah that that was just what made me ask because i know those last couple that came out i don't think they've done as well as like those ones you know james and giant peach and nightmare before christmas which are iconic to our generation you know well maybe you're onto something maybe that's maybe that's it maybe it's a paradigm shift amongst our culture that's sad well, well, pretty- but you know with all great things like this that'll come back around and be real popular and when everybody gets tired of the mcu and superhero movies and stuff you know which will eventually happen probably sooner than later it I hope will so it, hey it's anyway. theaters, just for the record who won the two Tommy. strings just, is it wait what no joke yep it, it shows at uh, uh 10 a.m on tuesday and thursday here in town no joke Oh, oh, they're doing, because they do the, like, during the summer, they uh, replay, like, kids stuff. Oh, Oh, I didn't know that they did, I knew that they did, like, those, like, night at the movies sort of things, where they bring back classics. Man, I love the classic stuff that they're doing on Sundays and Wednesdays, but it's, like, the two days that, like, I'm usually the busiest, so... I never get to go to them, but like I always, whenever I go to a movie and it shows them, and it's like we're showing Singing in the Rain, and I'm like, I want to watch Singing in the Rain or Citizens <laughs> Kane or anything. I'm like, I want to actually see these movie in theaters. That'd be awesome, but I never get to go. I, anyway, I Tommy, to what, what was your? Oh, oh, I bet that was good. What that was, was good. your? What was your last one? Sorry, I like interrupted. All right, so I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna pull a maneuver that I always do, and I'm lumping two together. Um, so I'm gonna do four because these these really tied, and I couldn't pick one. Treasure Planet and Titan AE. Both of those came out when I was a little kid, and I freaking love both of them, and I watch them to this day. Tommy, you're speaking to me, man. Especially Treasure Planet. That is, like, my top... If I had to do, like, a top five, like, favorite Disney movies, like, I'd have, like, Lion King and Aladdin and some of these classics, but Treasure Planet is up there because it's so good, and it makes me so so sad that it didn't do well. Yeah, uh, I didn't know it was a flop because I guess when I was a little kid, you don't pay attention to that stuff. No. And so when I was double checking, um, you know, the financial records of some of the stuff, trying to figure out first off what have been flops lately, um, you know, that one popped up and I was like, no. And then it was like tight and It's like, no. <laughs> um, sorry. Yeah, and I, I think Treasure Planet especially came out right about that time when pixar and stuff was taking off so it's you know we've gotten a couple of those more classic disney styled um cartoons lately but like they did princess and the frog like a little while back but like the the, i think treasure planet was one of the last ones that they did of the like 
more traditional hand-drawn style of cartoon which i really because after that yeah i do i miss it too and i know you know they did princess and a frog later on and it was pretty good but like you know i feel like they got away with that and they're even away from that now because you know they've got pixar but they've also got disney has their own animation studio that's separate that pretty much makes the same kind of movies and same kind of style but we're getting all these cool live action versions which is cool but like we don't see these anymore yeah Man. which makes me sad because i don't know if any of you guys saw the uh, the thing floating around from moana the other day online where they did a side by side of the of like a 2d animated panel of how they wanted one of the uh like the introductory scene of moana where she's interacting with the ocean i don't mm-hmm. know how if you guys have even watched moana um, i have it's it's really good yeah i actually I, enjoyed it i would dare to say that i liked it actually i wouldn't dare to say i would say i liked it better than frozen i don't know if i dare to say it's better but i liked it better than frozen i think it's much better than frozen personally um mm-hmm. that's just yeah, me i don't feel bad for saying that then yeah um probably but the, they're listening to this like no no you're wrong elsa <laughs> is amazing let it go i get stuck in your head let it go see the line where the sky meets the sea See that you, you that actually does not that. get stuck in my head. I don't know anything Calls but the line "Let me. it go." No one knows. <laughs> but uh, my point goes. was, uh, there's a lot of like internet outcry that was like, "Dude, this 2D animation has more character to it than the 3D did." Um, and so, I, I hopefully there will be a pushback amongst consumers to the point where 2D will will kind of make a comeback with Disney because I mean. I, I know that there's such thing as kind of evolving and growing with the times and the technology, but there's something just absolutely beautiful about a 2D movie. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I really do. I mean, I, um, I, I think we saw more of those growing up than we do mm. now. Um, but th- there is something about a 2D movie that just kind of... It, it's different. I think it's almost relaxing. No, that's not the right word. Um, refreshing. That, that's a good word. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Do I sound yeah, stupid? I don't. I don't. I, I don't I, disagree I, with that. I I feel it, but you know, it all. I guess it all depends on the movie too. But. Hmm. Um. You know, another movie that nowhere near as good as Titan A.E. or treasure planet but another one from kind of when we were kids that was a box office flop that i still i have good memories of it might not be good but um do you remember osmosis jones oh man yeah like that was a long time like in the body and like the pill like he takes the pill and you're following the white blood cell who's like a cop or whatnot it was a box office flop but that's that's, that surprises me as much it doesn't. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me much as much as Treasure Planet. But like, I'm just I was looking at a list from closer to like that time, and that's the one that jumped out at me. That really like that kind of surprises me a little bit. Not much. That's I'm fair. thinking back to it. It's probably not nearly as good as I remember. Hmm. Man, that I'm so sad that you brought up Treasure Planet because I literally thought of that while Clay was talking, and I was gonna add a fourth one. You know, <laughs> so I'm really I'm, surprised you didn't bring up Pacific Rim. Okay, well, I, the reason I didn't is because, you know, I was waiting for you to finish. Drew made a list and wanted me, 
Uh, for those, I, I forgot to mention this in the intro, but Drew's out this week, so that's why we got good old Clay coming back for us, so we'd still have a trio. But he actually did send me his list. I have to find it. It's on my phone. Come to me, phone. But uh, the, you, I'm glad you mentioned that because Pacific Rim is on his list. But the thing about Pacific Rim was it technically isn't because of the worldwide. It yeah. was a flop domestic. Yep. But it did really, really well um, everywhere else. That's why I didn't um, speak on it because I, lo- I started looking into it. And I, it was like, this was a flop, kind of. And then all of a sudden mm-hmm. it was not. So, um, and you know, that's, that's a good example talking about, you know, movies get made if they make money. That's one reason, Clay, when you were talking about the Resident Evils, you were surprised, but it sounded like they were pretty cheap to make. Mm -hmm. That's why we've seen so many paranormal activity movies and you see a lot of found footage movies that are just not good, but they're like, if you, if you ever look up how much the budget was for the first paranormal activity, it's really, really, really low. And so when they made really good on that first one, they made a killing on it because it was so cheap to make. Mm-hmm. So with these movies, you know, that aren't really good, um, Transformers is an example, which, you know, you can watch them if you're wanting to watch some just crazy action and whatnot, but they're not really good movies. They make, they don't even do super well on domestic, but they make a killing in China. Like, yeah. they make so much money over in China. So, um... So yeah, so Pacific Rim was on Drew's list because it was a domestic flop, but it did really, really well um, worldwide, which is why they're making a sequel, I believe. His other two, making me feel not as bad, was John Carter of Mars. Ha ha ha. And um, this one is actually surprising and a good example. Uh, Fight Club. Fight Club was a domestic flop when it when it first came out or not even domestic just it was a flop when it first came out um it's a good example of one of those movies that didn't do super well when it came out but has become like a classic and a ton of movies are like that like my movies besides you know power rangers maybe and treasure planet throwing that in there like are movies that just i like but were kind of bad it kind of made sense but all of tommy's was great examples of movies that are really really good that just probably shouldn't have been that bad but i agree yeah. with you so do y'all have anything else you want to add on that before we jump dive into some new stuff I, i'm good nope i think all right cool. I, think, I think people need to watch better movies so better movies get funded just yes. saying. i would agree with that i mean that's you know as much as i love the superhero movies and stuff we're being oversaturated with them and you know we're missing out on other good movies i do have a prediction though i don't think valerian which comes out i think this weekend is going to do super well in the box offices but i wouldn't be surprised if it's really good um i know the early reviews have been mixed which makes me feel like it's probably pretty good from my standards of just a movie i might enjoy i've heard the visuals are amazing so i think i want to go see it for that alone but yeah so let's jump into some news we've got some really exciting news this is uh, our first bit of news that's super fresh is we have had the announcement of a new doctor who actress that's right you heard me right not actor we have our first ever female doctor um we know that peter cabaldi was not coming back after the season which is a bummer because i really started to enjoy peter cabaldi but um we've got our first ever female doctor in the form of i've lost her name and 
Where's her name? It's Jody. Whitaker. There it is. Whitaker. I think it's Jody Whitaker. Why does this not have her first name on here? Anyway, uh, she's in uh, the first thing. The only thing I've seen her in, I'm sure she's been on other stuff, was uh, she's an actress in Broadchurch, which is a really, really interesting uh, British crime drama. If you've never seen, check it out. It's got David Tennant in it. And it's really, really interesting. Um, For those who have seen Grace Point on Netflix with David Tennant, is literally the British version of Grace Point. Um, yes. But it came first. I watched Broadchurch first and then heard about Grace Point and started and got like five minutes into the first episode and went, oh, this is literally the exact same thing but American. And as soon as David Tennant walked up and had a, his like American accent, I was like, this isn't going to be as fun. And so I never finished it. I do think that it's not the exact same story which you know i think the like end results a little different but um i haven't watched it uh, not by much you, but they did guys... make a second season okay yeah i know i knew in Broadchurch they had a second season did they have a second season in the american one too oh no no sorry that's what i thought we were talking about no just yeah, the, uh, seen, just the british version i've seen broad church i haven't seen the american version uh, because I thought it was the exact same thing, and then I realized apparently they changed it, so it's not literally like you're watching the same exact thing. Which I need to go back though. and watch it. But so, Clay, I know Tommy, you're a big Doctor Who fan, like me. Clay, do you have you ever watched Doctor Who? Or are you a Doctor Who fan? I want to so bad, and I've watched mm-hmm. like three or four episodes, and I just can't seem to break that that plane to get interested and everybody's like don't even watch the first season just skip to the second one and like you, you go straight to get tenet. Hooked. like mm-hmm. um actually it may not even been the second but i i've heard because most of the guys i work with um they are huge doctor who fans or at least two or three of them are and i i've heard that there's a lot of controversy with the doctor being a woman um because she's never been a woman before and mm-hmm. Um, I know some fans, from what I've heard, are getting upset about it. Um, and then I saw a post on Facebook the other day, and somebody's like, get over yourself. Like, it doesn't matter. Women actress, I mean, women, women can act too, and I think she's going to do a good job of being the doctor. Um, it's just hard for me to have any opinions on it, having only seen three episodes of Doctor Who. Right. Which makes me wonder, Tommy, what are your thoughts on this? I love it. I honestly do. Um, I think she's a fantastic actress. I haven't seen her in too much more than uh, Broadchurch. But, um, you know, I, I think it's a great take, and I think we got a really good taste of what a female doctor would be like with Riversong. Mm-hmm. And I think Riversong was such an amazing character. And I just think, why not? Like, why, if they can regenerate, like, mm-hmm. why not? Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm kind of on the same boat. Like, I was sad Pierre Cabaldi's leaving, but, like, it really surprised me when I saw it yesterday because from, from the time recording this, this literally was news from yesterday evening, so it's still really new. Um, but we got a little bit of a taste. Like you said, we've had some, we've always in Doctor Who had some really strong female characters, but then we kind of got a taste of what it could be like with the Master showing back up as Missy and slight spoilers for some of Peter Cabaldi's run, but the master shows back up and he's a female and you find out, Oh, they can regenerate into girls. That's just never happened. So like, I feel like that was a test when they did the character Missy. It was a test to see how it would be reactive. 
and it was mostly positive like it's a great character and so like i think that's when they decided to go for it and i like the actress she seems like she'll be good i'm looking really forward to it because the thing about doctor who since they've started it again is every doctor's been good there hasn't been a bad one even the ones that aren't my favorite were still good in their own right so i think there's plenty of potential for it to be awesome and i'm totally down with them giving it a shot because you know if you hate it give it three years and we'll have a new one you know so that's fair yeah so that's what i i uh, will have to get drew's opinion on it when we get back because i don't i don't know if he necessarily agrees with me and Tom, uh, tommy on that one and so we'd have to hear next week what he thinks of that um so yeah doctor who doctor who super excited love it we'll, f- we'll see how it goes um next bit of news the atari box which we talked about at e3 we have gotten our first images of it that's about all we have of it but we got a, to the see dumbest what it name like. ever please tell me that's just like a pre-production code name i don't know it's well i'm, maybe. I'm, I'm just being rhetorical like atari no, I, I, you say I, you're listening I, I, to fans change yeah, the name i don't know if that's actually what they're calling it or if they're just calling that for now because they've they've stated that it's going to be able to play newer games and older games so we still don't know if it's going to be like this super nes classic or if it's going to be something new and they've said that they're they know we're they're killing us with just showing a little bit here and there but they're just slowly going to be releasing more and more information about it and so there's really not much outside of we know it's got four usb ports and it's got an hdmi that's about all we know and you can see a picture there's one that's version that's black and red that looks really cool and there's one version that's black and got like a wooden front which i think looks cooler yeah Um, i agree so that's all we know about it but you know we talked about it e3 stuff so definitely wanted to bring it up so if you want to see what it looks like just you know google search atari console and you'll see what it looks like um okay and then finally we've uh i believe it's still going on disney's d23 conference it'll probably be over by the time this episode goes up but we've gotten tons and tons and tons and tons of new stuff from that we're not going to go over everything because there's a lot of it but we want to highlight some things that at least we thought were really interesting so the very first thing they showed a kingdom hearts 3 trailer that's right a kingdom hearts 3 and with that trailer we got the release date of 2018, which to my response is, I don't believe it. Even now, I still don't believe it. Even this trailer, which looks fun, and we get to see a new world, which is Toy Story World, which I'm super excited about. I, it doesn't look fin- like a finished game or even close to being finished. And, like, I just don't believe it. Like, I'm not a betting man, but I would put money on it that it will get delayed. And if it doesn't get delayed, it's not coming out until, like, next November or December. And I know I sound a little bitter, but it's been like 14 years, so or 12 or 13 since Kingdom Hearts 2. I'm not sure. It's been a while, and so yeah, that's my thoughts on that. Do y'all have anything to add to Kingdom Hearts 3? My <laughs> I only sound thought like a bitter is, old man. I love the I love the Toy Story integration. Honestly, I I didn't know if I would until I saw the gameplay trailer, mm-hmm. and uh, if they do launch it. I will get it just for that. Oh, it will launch. We just might be, you know, old men by the time it happens. I, I think that'll I be I am already an old man. 
Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I do. I, I'm with you. I think it's also funny. The trailers in Japanese and the weirdest thing ever is seeing Buzz and Woody talk in Japanese. <laughs> that is weird. It was that was. It's so weird. <laughs> also, the the you when I first watched it, it was like only been out for like 20 minutes and there were no subtitles. So I need to rewatch it because the the one I checked out before getting ready for this actually has the subtitles so i can actually figure oh. out what the heck they're saying i need to go back and watch it then because yeah yeah so that's that kingdom hearts 3 it's supposed to come out next year we'll see it still looks a little unfinished but yes we we know we're also tommy i don't know if you know this they've also confirmed we're getting a big hero 6 world Ooh, i did not know that that sounds awesome yes. so we're gonna get we're gonna get to fight along with uh side with baymax and all them um so those are two awesome worlds. I would be I would be shocked if they don't do a Marvel world and they don't do a Star Wars world because it's Disney. But we'll see. Um, other big news: we've got actors for Aladdin confirmed. Um, the we've only got three. That's still super early. Guy Ritchie is directing it, which I don't know how I feel about that. Um, but we have a guy named Mina Masoud playing Aladdin. Um, I don't know much that he's from. Jack uh, Ryan. He's a, huh? Yeah, Jack Ryan. That's what he. He's in Jack Ryan, which I haven't seen. That's why I had didn't didn't recognize it. But he's in Jack Ryan. Uh, the person playing Jasmine is Naomi Scott, our favorite Pink Ranger from the Power Rangers movie. I don't know if you knew that, Tommy. Um, I did. And then uh, Will Smith's supposed to be playing Genie, which you know, you know, I'm fine with that. Do something a little different, as long as they don't. You know, uh, I was fine as long as they weren't going to try to do something like, I don't know, um, somebody Shrek trying to mimic. Yeah, or somebody <laughs> mimic, mimicking the, trying Robin to reproduce Williams. what Robin Williams did. I feel I, like this I might agree. be different enough to work. Yeah. I, I don't think anybody but, could match Robin Williams in that role. He fit, no, no he one fit can. He fit the genius no so can. perfectly. And whenever but I, I think, saw Will Smith, I was like, I, I could just imagine like donkey but as a as a genie that, that's what i see in my head i'm not even was gonna will lie smith, was will smith the act, voice actor for donkey andy murphy andy murphy yeah. that's what i thought but like okay no no, no no i know you're making me but question i'm not trying myself. to make you I'm question like, wait a minute. no but like that's just what i envision in <laughs> no my i get head. it and i don't know why mm-hmm. i see that but i could really like i envision genie being like the donkey from shrek because i feel like will smith could could come across that way Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I get that. We'll see. I think, you know, it might be different enough. Um, other news, there is a they released a trailer of The Last Jedi behind the scenes at Star Wars Episode Eight. Um, it's really, really good. We actually posted it on our Facebook, so, you know, guilty uh, plug right there, shameless plug. Go check us out on Facebook and see the link to this uh, behind-the-scenes video it's really good um if you're somebody who is like super anti-spoiler maybe not watch it i don't think it gives you enough no, we definitely I'm, see new stuff i'm huge but... anti-spoiler and i felt that that was really spoiler free and well done and i want to put a go. plug um can i please have a behind the scenes job for a film like that like <laughs> yeah, whoever did the behind the scenes of that was phenomenal yes. it was one of the best behind the scenes three minute videos i've i've seen in a while i i thought it was really really good um we get to see enough new stuff to get me really hyped but making it where you know you could probably digest it and try to figure stuff out but just don't do that just watch it enjoy it and you'll be fine 
Um, most of that stuff that we saw I wouldn't be surprised if we get in the first trailer that comes out, so not too worried about that. Um, any other thoughts on The Last Jedi thing? I think it's going to be good. I mean, it's so good. I had low so hopes, excited. but that behind the scenes actually made me excited. And I love Ryan Johnson, so please there's don't mess this up. Of, there's been a lot of things that have made me really hopeful for this one. Um, just from like people who are involved in its reactions to Ryan Johnson seeming like he's going to be, he's a really good director and going to have a really, has a really good vision for it from when JJ Abrams decided not to do it early on. And he had came out and basically said that he was really after reading the script, that he was really bummed that he wasn't doing it because the script was so good. Just like all kinds of these kind of things that make it seem like it's got potential to be one of the best ones. And that's exciting. Um, yeah. And then, so the last little bit, uh, they did an early tease of the live action Lion King. Um, we don't, we don't get to see it. It was apparently still very early, but basically they recreated the opening scene from the original cartoon. Um, and, early uh early thoughts on it and early reactions have been really really positive which makes me excited because that's probably my favorite movie from my childhood hands down so i'm super pumped and super terrified that they're doing a um you know cgi live action version but i like i like the jungle book and i don't like the jungle book as a story so my hopes is it'll do the same thing for me i think john favreau's a, a great director yeah, I also really like him as a director, and makes me hopeful. I just I'm looking forward to hearing more of the castings. You know, they've got James Earl Jones coming back for Mufasa, so there's you know, if they did anything but else, then I would probably be way more worried. But I'm okay with that. And Donald Glover's playing Simba, I believe. Don't quote I'm me. I'm a okay with that. Yeah, and I'm okay with that. And the rumors that are flying around now, which I don't know are true is that um, Hugh Jackman might be playing, uh, what did I say Scar. earlier? Scar. Um, which I'm not sure about. Maybe works. We'll see. But that's still very um, early, so I don't know if that's true. But So, yeah, that's our last bit of information. Um, Tommy, do you want to tell everybody where they can find us? So, guys, you can find us at thevalkyriecast.com. <laughs> Or you can find us on Facebook at the Valkyrie Cast. I think that's it. Do we set up an Instagram yet? Uh, we do not have Instagram yet, but we do have Twitter. That's right, Twitter. Um, that's the other one. There's so many social medias. That's right. Uh, we're, for now, guys, we're, just we're on MySpace and 4chan and 4chan. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, those are the main two places you can find us. We're trying to, to be more active on the Facebook because it's easier to communicate with y'all. Um, to find our podcast, we are on iTunes, and we are also on Podbean for our Android users. Um, also, if you can, take time and give us a review on iTunes. It really helps us out and gives us some feedback. So if you can take a minute and go and give us you know, a good rating and write a review, that one makes it way easier for people to find us. Um, and also it gives us a direct link to be able to get some feedback from you guys. So, also, um, too, if you're not an iTunes user, because I know I have a couple friends out there, myself included, who do not use iTunes, um, hit us up on Facebook. Give us your feedback. We, you know, Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. Tell us what you think we're doing right or wrong. 
um, engage us in conversation. If you have a, you know, if one of us has says something highly stupid or need correction, <laughs> you know, oh, let's open discussion. Facebook is awesome because it's a great way to connect. And so we'd love you guys to post on there, whether it's you love us, you hate us. Uh, I messed up someone's name, whatever. Just reach out to us. Let's have some fun. That's right. Sweet. Well, that's where you can find us. Please do give us some feedback, join in the conversation, and we'll see you on our next episode. Thanks for joining us, and we are the Valkyrie Cast. Valkyrie Cast.